So there I was, 5am in the morning, house completely quiet. I was journaling while sipping on my fennel tea. I was about to do some stretching and some meditation. And then, ah, no I wasn't. I'm only joking, that is nothing like my morning routine. But it does beg the question, when I watch these Instagram youngsters with their elaborate morning routines, do we need morning routines after 40 years old? Are we missing a trick? by not being as productive or as calm as these millennials. Hiya, Chris here from Over 40 Freaking Awesome, where I help folks over 40 look and feel freaking awesome. So I'm going to be talking about morning routines and whether we need one after 40 years old. But before I get to that, I have been slightly productive this past week on your behalf. If you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that I give you various web pages to visit all the time. I'm sure you always forget them. Maybe you mean to click on them later, but you forget about it. So I have filled just one page where you can find everything I will ever mention. Free guides, free workout programs, coaching courses, fat loss calculators. It's literally like a web page version of that drawer we all have at home that has spare keys, some screws that we feel we should keep, but we're not sure why, duct tape, leftover pieces, from that thing from Ikea that we built recently and some takeout menus. Anyway, remember this one page. It's called Tools. If you go to www.offacoach, so O-F-F-A for over 40 freaking awesome, coach, offacoach, one word, .com slash tools. You've forgotten it already, haven't you? Because you have a head like a sieve like me. So I will put that link to the tools page in the episode description. I guarantee there will be something in that toolbox that you want and need, and most of it is free as well. Now, we're talking about morning routines. Let me actually tell you about my morning routine. As a 47-year-old guy with three kids and a business to run, it maybe sounds quite similar to yours. My mornings involve hitting snooze twice. Then I go downstairs eventually, I chug down some coffee. I have a five-minute scroll on my phone of sports gossip websites. Then I do Wordle or some wee puzzle game. Then I drive to my studio, 6.15am to start working one-on-one with clients, trying to act probably around 50% more energetic and upbeat than I actually feel. As I said, maybe your morning routine is a similar mix of running around and pretending to be awake. But this is what I want to talk about. Should we do better in the mornings as we get older? Would life be easier? Would we be more productive if we had a more elaborate and uh, productive morning routine? Like we see these younger folks doing online with their journaling, their meditation and their stretching and all that jazz. I totally see the benefits of a morning routine in theory. I am not saying that the things that folks do for their typical morning routines are useless. Things like taking time to gather your thoughts and plan your day, practicing some self-care, some stretching, bit of mindfulness, bit of yoga, hydrating, preparing a healthy meal to start the day. Those are all very worthwhile things, I'm sure you'll agree. It's just that after a certain age, it becomes fairly impossible for us because, number one, your house is full of other noisy people who don't really care about your morning routine, who want to be fed, who want to be driven places, who want supplied with clean sports kit despite only putting it in the damn laundry basket literally that very morning. And also, our days are already fairly sleep-deprived. We're busy. Our day is long enough without us intentionally starting our day two hours early just to fit in some elaborate morning routine. So my short answer 
about morning routines for people over 40 is screw that. But I do want to explain how we can get the same benefits of a morning routine without, you know, the whole morning bit. And then I'm going to give you a much more important routine to start at a different time of your day. The important thing to recognise is that self-care, looking after ourselves, doesn't necessarily need to be a morning thing. For example, I take time every Sunday morning to plan my weeks. I revisit the previous one. It's almost like binge journaling. I get it all done in one go. I schedule practical things like meals, groceries, errands, other tasks related to catching up with friends or family, health, fitness, workouts. They all get planned into. And this puts me in control of my weeks because often I'm sure you find as we get older, if it's not planned, it's not going to get done. And it also gives me a chance to look over the previous week's plans that I'd laid out and notice any bumps in the road that I hit. So that helps you to figure out why that happened and I can aim to improve. So we can do the journaling, we can do the planning outside of a morning routine. And the same thing goes for mindfulness. I mean, how do busy folks like us manage to find time for mindfulness? What I find is we can get the benefits of it without actually having to do it in the morning time again. I don't see mindfulness as something I necessarily need complete silence for, something I need to sit cross-legged, focusing on my breathing, which, to be honest, has never worked that well for me anyway. Instead, I just see mindfulness as a chance to be alone with my thoughts, letting my brain tidy itself up a bit. And this means that I can do it uh, during my commute, in the car, while out walking, while out working out, even while I'm in the shower. We can get many of the benefits of an early morning routine just by being smart about timing throughout our days and weeks. So we don't need a fancy morning routine, but there is one routine we do need after 40. And if you've listened to anything else I've ever produced, you will not be shocked to find that it's what happens at the other end of the day. Because in my opinion, sleep is the one true health hack. It ensures that we have uh, mental and physical recovery from whatever life is throwing at us. We have hormonal balance. That's true for men and women. We have a regulated metabolism, so you can lose weight when you actually try. And we have that mood and energy stabilization, so you're motivated to get through your days without chewing everybody's head off. All of those areas will suffer when you are sleep deprived, and that means getting on average less than six hours of quality sleep per night. But I know what you're thinking. This is not news to you. It's not the first time somebody has told you you should sleep better or you should sleep more, but getting enough sleep doesn't happen on its own. And that's where we come to an evening routine rather than a morning routine. Again, I don't mean something super elaborate like those cliched millennial morning routines. Instead, I'm talking about just a simple set of actions that you do every night that ensures that seven to eight hours of amazing sleep is practically guaranteed by the time your head hits the pillow. Let me take you through the evening routine that's been working for me for years now. So 7pm, that's my last calories, food and drink. Ideally, I've cut myself off after dinner even earlier to avoid any indigestion at bedtime. I certainly don't have any alcohol in the evening either. And I've already had my last caffeine by lunchtime too. This is setting up my digestive system to sleep and to not be ready for a bit of a dance at bedtime instead. Then it comes to 10 o'clock, I turn my TV off, I put my phone away so that I'm not uh, interrupting my body's melatonin production, 
which we need to fall asleep. Then I read or I talk to my wife. No, I don't mean I read to my wife. She's, she's very literate. I, want to, I read a book or I'll have a chat with my wife. And then I'll also take some magnesium glycinate, which helps to put the sleepy wheels in motion. It helps to calm you just a little bit. It is cheap as chips in uh, nutrition stores and even online. Then it comes to 10.30 p.m. I am in bed. I mask on. As unsexy as it is, I find it very effective to block out the light in my room, which isn't completely pitch black. And my wife knows not to start any in-depth discussions once we are in bed. That simple routine means that my hormone levels are great for my age, my metabolism runs like a well-oiled machine, and I can function for those early morning client sessions the following day. So, can you see how you could benefit from an evening routine rather than focusing on a morning routine? Because let's face it, as you get older, mornings are already a battlefield, so trying to throw in more tasks or getting up even earlier just isn't feasible. Some days, if you're like me, you're just happy to get out of the house each morning having survived the chaos. Instead of feeling you should be copying those online people with their 5am starts and elaborate self-care routines in the mornings, shift your focus to your evenings and make sleep your priority. Get your body and mind running properly and then you will find that you feel freaking awesome after just a few weeks. So evening routines is where is that? Morning routines, screw that. That link again to the toolbox, www.offacoach.com slash tools. Link in the description for this episode. There are free workouts, supplements and diet guides there. There's a free fat loss calculator. There's a discounted video course. And there's various ways of getting in touch with me too if you want to have a chat or ask me a question. Go to that link, have a look around and be sure to take care of your health and fitness and well-being in the coming days. You have to look after number one. If your life is anything like mine, nobody else is going to look after you. You need to take care of yourself, I'm afraid. So take care of yourself. I will chat to you very soon. Oh, 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 oh,